Hello and welcome to episode 62 of the Legendary Frogcast. I am your host, Joseph Blanchett, and this is Casey McDonald, and that means it's Warcraft time. Hello. <laughs> it's actually it's been a while since we talked about Warcraft, but uh... How long has it been? <laughs> You're going to make me look it up. Uh, <laughs> well, and meanwhile, I'm looking at your spore creation still. <laughs> it's kind of another almost type of MMO. An MMO that's not an MMO. It'd be a good MMO. Yeah, imagine if you had like Spore and <clears throat> kind of a more MMO setting. Okay, our last episode was up episode 52, the mid-Cataclysm chat, and it was in October. So, there you go. <clears throat> huh. Which, uh, that was really more about the state of Warcraft in the industry and player perception of it. Oh, that's we, true, yeah. We actually didn't talk too much about the actual game, but uh, that's what... um. That's what this one's going to be. This is our post-cataclysm chat. Yeah, so, yeah. We did a pre, and we did a middle. And now we're going to say what we thought of this expansion as a whole. And then we'll talk about Mr. Pandaria, because it's pretty interesting. Yeah, sounds fun. Well, what do you think about cataclysm? Well, let's start at the beginning. Uh, I think player per- perception of WoW at the end of Lich King was Blizzard made the game too easy. Like content was being burned through even by mid-level like guilds and stuff. Um, and I, I think people like heroics were super easy. And I think people weren't as like perception of the game was just kind of dropping in general. So I think one of the big points with cataclysm was saying we're making the game hard again. And uh, I think they kind of overcompensated a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. See, I I like it when things are overly difficult and you really have to struggle. I'm just that kind of person. Mm-hmm. Like when I play Minecraft, I turn it up to like the highest settings. I don't really go exploring unless I have to, you know. I have like my little shack. <laughs> it's I, I like the survival kind of yeah. you know gameplay. So I liked that, but I know that a lot of people didn't. Yeah, so like personally when like the heroic... F- We've already kind of talked about like, I guess we haven't talked about like the leveling up, but let's get, let's do like the difficulty curve first. I think yeah, like I think uh, I liked having hard raids and hard five mans, but I think um, too much of it was just kind of it's like okay, we've been working at this all week. We got the first boss down in this raid instance, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh, we're not seeing progress, even though the fights I think were pretty challenging and unique and stuff in those first raids yeah uh, well yeah i mean i, I don't know like I, I maybe maybe it being really hard in some ways is better when it's bigger raids because like karazhan had a pretty challenging difficulty curve but it had so many bosses that they had like easy ones thrown in there so like maybe with like a five-man dungeon you just don't want to do that because if every single boss is super hard, then no one gets anything down or something. I don't know. I, well, there came a point where I didn't want to do uh, my daily heroic because it was like it was yeah it was so hard and people just messed up and it took forever if people dropped out and each time a person came in you'd have to re-explain the fight. I mean, some of those original five mans they had some kind of complex. Uh, um, True stuff to him like the the one where you had to well what was it where you had to it was uh i forget the encounter was so long ago but 
Oh, you had to stand in the beam and then not let your debuff get high enough. Oh, right. And you had to interrupt right. the the person, and you had to kill the ads and all that stuff. That was pretty complex, actually. That, yeah, that would, that, yeah. And I remember, like, a lot of people would fail at that and leave the group, and someone else would come in and do it. I mean, it it, it took me a while to figure out, like, the pattern of it all. But, um... Well, you're just a bad player. <laughs> no, I, I you know, it, you're, you're right in some respects. Like, uh... It it does need to have it's it's almost like because back in the day when they had you know oops when they had uh, dungeons and stuff like that it was really only for the gear there was really no other point to doing it back in like vanilla nowadays when they have like valor points and stuff and you know you have a way to collect these valor points to get to get loot and you have to do so many heroics a week when they are really challenging well that that just makes it obnoxious mm. like if they had. <laughs> If they had that in the place, just as something to pass the time, where it's like, oh yeah, go do a heroic, it'll be like a fun few minutes, and you're done, you know, like that—that's a whole different dynamic than like, you know, for example, let's say raid finder, where you get valor points out of it, but really people do raid finder to get the gear, they don't do it to get the well, Sometimes I guess they do do it to get the valor points, but I would rather do a hour long looking for raid instead of yeah. an hour long heroic, um, but yeah, like. One of the problems by the end of Lich King was it was just a big grind getting your valor points, and they kind of made it worse with Cataclysm when um that they made it hard on top of the, all yeah. that. And like as a player, I liked I liked how hard it was. I thought uh, a Shadowfang Keep was pretty challenging for the most part. They had a, actually that that one ghost boss. Where oh I, like, God! A lot of people just skipped him. Yeah. I remember I wanted to get the uh, I wanted to get that boss done in the guild I was in. So like I had a five man group, and it was you know like a guild group. And I actually forced the group to stay there until we killed them. <laughs> and it was ridiculous because I was like, we need to kill this boss. So, like if, we're, if we want to be a raid guild, we're gonna have to learn how to defeat these things, you know. <laughs> but it's hard. But it, it was really hard though. It was really challenging. Mm. And uh, we'll get into it a little later with the Missapendaria stuff. I think they addressed that pretty well. So let's uh let's go back a little bit and everyone knows this, but the main draw of Cataclysm was the redesigned one through sixty content. It was probably the best uh the best thing that they actually did. No, it was no, it was the best <clears throat> yeah, it was the best content in the box, like leveling up, I think. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people just kind of didn't care about it. Yeah. I mean Ghostcrawler said in a post that he felt that the one to sixty revamp was probably the best thing that they did in this expansion. Like it was like the best piece mm-hmm. of work that they had done. And I'll agree with him. A lot of it's really good. But you're right. I mean, who wants to go level up a brand new character all the way to level well, sixty, even if it is brand new? It is fun. It's like the content is good, and like I keep meaning to level up another character, but um, it's like with all the other stuff in the game at max level, like that took up a lot of my time. So. Yeah. Unless it was like a sequel, like it was a whole whole new game, yeah. you know, and everybody, then then I think that would be different. But in this case, it's not. Yeah. I mean, we all have our high-level characters still, so. Well, yeah, I think it's just my perception of how I spend my time in WoW. Uh, leveling an alt wasn't always at, I'm at the top of the list, you know. If I yeah. wasn't doing that, so like, oh, I can work on something else or play another game. And that's kind of a whole other issue with kind of WoW right now with me is... Like I, I'm sure when Mist comes out, I'll be all gung ho about it. But like, am I really gonna like spend every minute of the day on there like I did parts of <laughs> like other back, expansions like back in like Burning Crusade? Yeah, and stuff it's like, like yeah, that, probably yeah. not. So I think I mean, I'm doing. 
I'm doing like heroic mode, you know, raids in uh, World of Warcraft right now, and I still don't. I try not to spend every minute of the day on the thing. You know, I just have too much other stuff to do. But yeah, well, they kind of made it where it's a lot more manageable now. Yeah, true. But um, <clears throat> and we just have no, we have no uh, structure of this podcast right here. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so yeah, the one through sixty stuff was a big draw. It's, it's really well done. Um, they have two new races: the Worgen and the Goblin. Yeah, I think the goblins are really good. The worgen kind of are not. <laughs> I like the worgen, but they don't do anything for the game. I mean, it, it seems like goblins are supposed to be like I, I almost feel like goblins should have been a race a long time ago. Mm. You know, and worgen are just kind of thrown in there. But yeah, I just meant more them. like yeah, the uh, starting zone is really good. But, oh, yeah, like where do the worgens like fit into the storyline afterwards? Well, they yeah, they, I mean, they really don't. Yeah. Like, almost at all. At least the Worgen are kind of there. It's like, oh, now we're making weapons for the Horde. Or the, the Goblins, you mean, yeah. Yeah, the Goblins, what I say. Maybe it'd be different if we played... You said Worgen, but maybe it was different if we played... Uh, if we played Alliance, but I don't even think... Like, I'm pretty sure you're right. Like, I'm pretty sure that nobody... That they just don't really do anything. That They're just kind of there for, like, moral support, you know? Yeah, I like, listen to some podcasts. They keep saying, like, there's very little Worgen presence. Like, they don't have towns anywhere. Yeah, it's King, King Greymane sits in uh, Varian Ren's throne room and goes, yeah. My city was destroyed! Pity me! <laughs> I think they have a quest hub in Blast uh, Blasted Lands. Lands yeah. yeah, and I think that's about it. Yeah. All the rest are just NPCs. Um, the, it it kind of makes you wonder like why they're... What's that? Oh, so they only really show up in the game like as, as NPCs when you're fighting like enemy mobs, and it'll be like pirates almost 100% of the time. And it's like, one's like, oh, I've got a surprise, and then turns into a worgen, and you're like, oh. <laughs> a worgen all along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, it kind of makes you wonder, like, what, like, why the war? well, I know why the worgen are a race, because they're cool and everything. But, like, why goblins just feel a lot more integrated. I think it's, I mean, I think it's because Worgen were kind of in the game before, you know, mm. and like people were just like, we want more races and people have been saying like, you know, we want to play as a Worgen. We want to play as Naga, you know, and like, I think Worgen was just the easiest one of that bunch that they could throw in there. And I mean, at this point, I, I know we've said this before, <clears throat> Blizzard's going to be looking for things that people have been asking for them to do, to do so that they can continue to make the game for the players. <laughs> Yeah, like, because uh, Gilnius, I think they even admitted they just kind of forgot about it when they were, yeah. like, like when they were building, world, like, the the world and stuff. So it says, well, here's a good opportunity to open it up to players. So Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it, it's not a huge deal, but yeah, Worgen don't really fit in as well it's as Goblins do. Perspective. Mm. Um, <clears throat> what did you think of the actual level-up zones? Uh, they, they were great. I mean, you mean you mean like uh, eighty through eighty five. <laughs> oh 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 those. Yeah, I really liked those. I didn't like Oldham. I don't know, remember if I explained why not already. Probably for the same reason no one else liked it, which is there were way too many cutscenes, and they had an entire zone based off of like Indiana Jones knockoffs, which is kind of funny. Is like a single like one or two quests that appear in the in the game, like in Wrath, they had that, mm, but yeah. it was a whole zone. <laughs> It was kind of a bit much. Well, yeah, like half his own uh, dedicated to a, a parody. Yeah, is a bit much. Um, I mean, that's 
Yeah, and like it, it felt really disconnected to the zone because half the zone was the lion people or whatever take like taking back their temples and stuff, and then half the zone was <laughs> Indiana Jones running Indiana Jones references. So yeah, and 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 two, it just had way too many cutscenes. I mean, I think that was them I'm experimenting with it. Yeah, I, I think they even admitted later. So yeah, we were just trying it out, and I think we went a little overboard. Um, I really, really liked Vashir. I think I, I did explain that before. Like, I, I loved Vashir, but a lot of people didn't. Um, what else? I, Hygel, I, I did it. I went through the whole thing. I didn't really care about it. Hygel was, was, was pretty straightforward, and it was kind yeah. of like them just starting out with, like, totally non-linear quest project. Uh, you mean totally linear? Yeah, like, linear uh quest progression what's wrong with us today oh. <laughs> the us can talk. it's the heat it's the pollen count it's getting to me <laughs> um but yeah, yeah because yeah. like hygel is just boom 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 it takes you to point a to point b almost throughout the entire thing you can't really deviate from the path yeah and i don't i don't know if i liked that that much i don't think i i liked hygel either because it was like another night elf forest which i've seen so much of already mm. like I wanted to see something new. I was ready for something completely original, and that's why I liked Vashir. So I did that one first. Deep Holm was a good zone. Deep Holm was... I think Deep Holm was the best one of this expansion. It's uh, it's very visually impressive, even though it kind of does the you know point A, point B thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just cool. It was this like, gigantic cave. Like, it's the elemental plane of Earth. Yeah, and, like, every area is dedicated to different kinds of minerals. Like, there's, like, an emerald and, like, mm-hmm. a sapphire area, and, you know. And they, uh, it, it's, the way everything is floating and stuff, it, it's really, really neat. And it's really climactic, like, what you're doing there, too. Yeah, like, like that actually felt relevant to the plot. Yeah. Like, the stuff with, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> like, the stuff with the Ragnaros felt important, but it was just kind of a side thing to uh, Deathwing. Yeah. Both. It was just kind of there to be there. Yeah, with both like Deep Home, um, you know, you were doing stuff so the world wouldn't collapse on itself. That was pretty interesting. I'm surprised that wasn't like the final zone because the final zone was the uh, highlight or highlight Twilands, <laughs> the Twilight Highlands, and um, it, it was important. It was like you know we're marching up the mountain to stop the Twilight's hammer. They're the big bad guys. But I mean, at the point in the game now, I don't really think about the Twilight's Hammer that much. I it's mean, also kind of weird now. that most people, it's pretty important plot stuff that goes on there. But having it at the very end, meaning a lot of people will be 85 halfway through the zone. Yeah, that's the other thing. Well, and it's just, I, I guess I thought it was weird because, you know, you go defeat Cho'Gall right at the start of the expansion. And then it's like, oh, the Twilight's Hammer is sort of done now. I mean, they're still around. They still do stuff. You know, they're in the... They're they're little they're in a little bit of um Dragon Soul and all that, but I mean, well, I mean, they're just not as like the story is is that we wiped them out basically. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, it's just it's just weird that that was like the final big climax zone, you know, and it's like and you wipe them out, and it's like oh, <laughs> okay, you know, like oh, you, you do it in a raid, but yeah, and, yeah, I know. But. You have any standout uh, heroics like five man heroics? Um, hmm. Of the new ones, the brand new ones, no. Uh, I, I mean, I like them. Well, of Eternity is pretty good. Well, I mean, like the ones that were with the game that uh, shipped with the game. Uh, that's what I'm trying to think about. Um, 
Uh, I didn't really like ZG or ZA. They were needed first. What else? Uh, you know, I, I would want to say maybe Skywall because I ended up doing it a hundred billion times. <laughs> I've done that one like twice most. or whatever. Uh, it's like every time I do a random, I get that one. Um, I kept on getting dead mines over and over again. A lot of people got dead mines a lot. It's yeah. almost like Blizzard did that on purpose. I don't, I don't, man, I don't know what else was even in there. I, I like the origination, and I remember, I remember that one because I like that one, but it's kind of annoying because uh, it was long and it had a lot of optional bosses, so people would argue about which bosses <laughs> to. I liked that one because it was like the hardest one. Yeah. When it came out, and no, you know, I yeah. stuff hard, so I was like, "This is a challenge, and I'm going to get through it." And it was like, you know, eight hours straight of me getting groups to that place. <laughs> Brimbatal was the hardest. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right there. That uh, Valiona fight. Yeah. I don't know what Blizzard was thinking, but that just seemed like it was harder than it, it needed to be. It was the well. What always kills people in it is those stupid ads that pop up and run towards people, and then no one kills them. I don't know. Well, okay, I like, remember when I was. It's like, okay, it is my job to kill that ad. I would still have problems trying to locate it in that room. It's like, oh, ad spawns. Like, oh, where is it? There, it's, it's random. Where am I looking? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I never had a problem with it, but I don't know. Yeah, there was some solid five mans, but I don't think really any of them stood out. They had some good fights in them, I guess. Yeah. I liked a lot of the original ones. Maybe that's why I can't remember them so much now. Is because I liked them all pretty evenly. I'm only remembering the ones that I didn't like. Hmm. I thought the game was really good when it first came out. Yeah, I, I, yeah, like the uh, questing experience. Even though we kind of have our complaints about how linear it was, um, it, it was really solid. It was really quick too. Yeah, you can reach max level in a couple in a few days, really. Yeah, and it felt like you were actually accomplishing something. I remember in Wrath, like it took me two weeks to yeah. level up. Well, in Wrath, a lot of the quests had nothing to do with anything, too. It'd be like, oh, this dwarf got captured. I gotta go save him, you know, and then nothing would really happen of it. But in Cataclysm, somehow everything seemed relevant to the story, which I liked. And uh, in the 1 through 60 zones, it actually had plot stuff there. with uh, Mostly with... I only really played the Horde stuff, but uh, Garrosh plays a big part Yeah. the... In like the orc zones and um, the like stuff with Sylvanas and the undead are pretty interesting too. Well, what? what well, let's, so let's think now. I mean, Cataclysm's been out for a while. What, what has Cataclysm done for the game that's going to stay forever in the game, carrying into Missa Pandaria? That's really affected it story-wise or game I guess anything. Sports. I mean, I was thinking like content-wise. I know. Uh, Garage. They're not changing. Well, yeah, I guess there's garage. I know that like um, they're not changing their setup with raids. Like they're gonna have the 1025 man thing, and they're not they're not messing with that, which is Look, probably a good looking idea. for raid. It's probably the, the biggest thing. Biggest, yeah. Came in right at the end. Right but at it's, the end. It's gonna change it the most. So the raids, the uh, tier 11 raids. Um, again, I was really happy with it, with them. They were really challenging, but again, they were like. Every boss, almost every boss was just like, pull your hair out difficult when it came out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind that, but, you know, you know my stance on that already. I, um, I didn't like, like, moving past that, uh, Firelands, I don't know what it is about that raid, but I did not enjoy Firelands as much. Well, well, like, Blizzard had about 12 or 13 bosses originally. Yeah. But then kind of started this disturbing trend of their raid design 
where this is, oh, now we're only going to have six or seven. I was like, yeah, yeah. like that's a that's a big drop. That is. Well, and I don't know, maybe, gosh, I don't know what I don't know what went wrong. I think it's because I mean, I would want to say I think it's because they didn't get the water dungeon finished and they wanted to focus on that daily hub. But I, I mean, even then, Chris Metzen or not Metzen. What's his face? Ghost Crawler came out and said that uh, that raid was only three bosses big anyway, so that would have only been ten in the end, which mm-hmm. is still less than what they had in the, the previous tier. Like, what do you call like any any bosses in tier eleven to be subpar bosses? No, I, I think they were all just perfectly fine. Yeah, they're all pretty solid. Would you call any bosses in Firelands subpar bosses? No. No, I, I don't. I think maybe Shannox. On Heroic, he was, he was a lot more fun, but on normal mode, he was just kind of there. Yeah, it's it kind of a, that introductory yeah. boss thing. Yeah, and like it, they're. Uh, it, it I don't want... killing trash, but. Oh, yeah, it's forever. That was ridiculous. So, so Blizzards said that uh, they were going over quality over quantity. And maybe it was because of their, their increased, like, speed your schedule. Uh, even maybe. though, even though Firelands still came out pretty long after the game came out, like on them just wanting to get things out faster, so they just focused on eleven on a six bosses instead of ten. Maybe I mean those bosses weren't bad. I mean I I could just not like Firelands because I I was stuck in it for so long <laughs> and unable to kill anything. <laughs> like that could be why. I really like the bosses there actually. Like, but yeah, they're pretty inventive to be <clears> honest. They overall weren't as difficult, but they had fun mechanics that I liked. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, in Ragnaros was a pretty good... Like, Ragnaros, challenge. I think, is the standout of yeah. this expansion. Yeah, I mean, he was probably... The, I think he's the best boss that they've had, unfortunately, because I, I would have thought that Deathwing would have been, been interesting. Yeah. yeah, Ragnaros was fun because there was a lot of movement, there was a lot of player perception, um, there was a lot of a lot of mechanics. You had to be good. I mean, yeah. I don't want to admit it, but I wiped the raid a few times because <laughs> I was just being stupid on that fight. Well, there's a lot of stuff to remember. It, it's almost overwhelming when you first go in there and your raid leader's like, okay, so we have three phases, and in phase one, this, these three things are going to happen. So you got to watch out here. This person's going to be assigned here. We're going to run back and forth between square and diamond. This is the, we're going to jump over here. Then these are going to explode, and then this is going to fly up. And I mean, like, it, you're just like, what is going on? You and know, it's like lava so, waves at the beginning. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're a little, they're they're pretty hard to keep track of sometimes. Like, you have to be aware of your surroundings in that fight, and that's why. I just think it's a really good fight. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's the on kind top of, of it, it's hard. Yeah, like on, I mean, it's the kind of fight that you just beat your head against it, but when you finally beat it, you feel like you've you've mastered something. You know, yeah. it's not I mean, just. I, I felt really you proud. To have the gear, you know. Beat, uh, even though I died on the attempt, <laughs> um, I felt really good. Like when we finally beat Ragnaros in my other guild, it was like yeah, I mean, we were on, like they were on it for like two months too. Yeah, well, when we when we beat the stuff in Dragon Soul, a lot of it just felt that oh, we will we outgear it now, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like we we met the gear requirements and we moved on. There was very few fights where um I felt that we like overcame adversity, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I liked how Major Domo Staghelm. Yeah. Was Fandral and all that. I think actually, you know what? I think he was the most basic fight in there. I he wish was, that he was. He more was surprisingly epic. basic. 
Yeah, like you'd think that he'd be more like, and, and like from a character point of view too. I don't understand, like, like, like he's he, you know he's been a character in the game for a long time, so I kind of assume they're going to do him justice whenever he became like a villain or something. But mm. it's literally just Blizzard goes, oh well, he goes crazy because his son died. I'm like his son died like a million years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, if he was going to go crazy, he would have done it like a hundred. You know, he would have done it like a long time ago, and. uh and now it's just like, oh, well, then he got corrupted by the fire lens and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, what, Blizzard, what are you doing? But he doesn't seem crazy when you when you meet him in the game. He doesn't seem corrupted. He just seems angry at like, well, he doesn't even seem angry. He's just shouting. He's just like, behold the rage. And it's like, that's not angry. That's just that, uh, miscellaneous boss quotes. Well, it's kind of like him getting revenge on the society that kind of betrayed him. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... That's an excuse that Blizzard uses a lot, is they go crazy. <laughs> he went crazy, like Kilthos and even yeah. Deathwing. He went crazy, everybody. Yep. <laughs> and I think... Oh, well, we'll probably talk well about like, it. Deathwing kind of makes sense, because he's kind of one the first one to go crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Just, well, I was going to say, um, we're probably going to talk about it later, but then even, like, the final boss of Missa Pandaria, like, they've even said in a little blurb somewhere, like, oh... He gets corrupted, and I'm like, no. I don't think they really <laughs> said that, but we'll talk about that. Okay, yeah, so we'll get to it. So, we'll um, to it. in the future, do you think Blizzard should keep with like the six man, like seven man raid structure? I think I think that they, that's fine for a single raid, but I think that they should do that and, and then have another dungeon on the side, like a single encounter, like an Alakir kind of dungeon, you yeah. know, where there's like one or two bosses. I think it was separate. Yeah, like I think it worked out pretty well, but it's it's just a fact there was less content. Yeah. In, uh, a cataclysm, and they didn't have like what if they in between Firelands and Dragon Soul they release that water raid as like an uh, yeah. as like an in between tier like well two or three bosses. Uh, in the post that Ghostcrawler made, where he kind of apologized about it recently about the water dungeon not being there, um, when they asked him what he thought they'd fell down on the most in the expansion, he goes, "But you know." In that dungeon, there were no new, no new enemy models. There were all just things we'd already seen before, and it was just inside of Nespera, that big like crab thing. So it wasn't really anything new. But then we go to Dragon Soul, and it's like, well, none of these bosses are <laughs> new models either. So what's the big deal? You know, moving pretty quickly through all this, but yeah. Uh, yeah I don't mean to jump ahead so much, but yeah, it's I mean, okay. I mean, we talked about this so much. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah a Dragon Soul. Um, I was overall pretty disappointed in it. Yeah, you know, I like Dragon Soul, but it could be because I like playing it with my friends. You know, mm -hmm. we, we have the guild, and I go in there, I, I record it with Fraps, and we all sit around, and, like, you know, someone gets drunk, and there's shenanigans, and it's a lot of fun. But I don't know if that means the raid itself is really that well-designed. Um, I think it feels very disjointed because, you know, you have half of a raid that's about like old gods and then the second half has nothing to do with that at all. The story wise, it's kind of weird because story wise, I like it personally. Really? Oh, I don't know. The first half I don't like story wise. The second half I do. Um, I think it's just because in the first half, it's like, I feel like they just kind of threw it together. Like we got to make some bosses for people to fight for raid. Well, to fight. yes, I do think that I think some of the bosses make no sense. 
Well, it's like like Warlord Zonaz. I remember me and a friend went and looked up in the Dungeon Journal, like the lore behind these things. Like, where do these people come from? You know, it's like your Sage, and it's like he commands. I don't even remember. It's like he commands something, and he's the oldest thing in the plum in ever. And <laughs> uh, it, and I'm just like, but we've never heard of him. Oh, it also said that one of the two Zonaz or your Sage like commanded the the Twilight people in Bastion of Twilight. But he's nowhere in there, you know? Yeah. And, like, and another one, too, is um, Hagara the Stormbinder, who literally comes out of nowhere. And I think, was it you who said this? Where they, it should have been, what's-her-face, the Grim Totem chick from uh, Thunderblock, yeah. who kind of, like, turned against, like, it turns out that <clears throat> she's behind the assassination of Karen. And, um... Now, it is possible that they're saving her. But, yeah, yeah but they kind of set it up where she's going to be a... Like an agent of the of the Twilight Hammer in the in the quest in the in like the level up zones, that could, that could have been so much better if that was her, you know. Like this 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 horrible shaman comes and tries to. Knowing what we know now, I wonder if they wanted to save her for some Mr. Pandaria could stuff. Be. But but yeah, like uh, well, the zone takes place in a, a Dragon Blight in Wormrest Temple, which I think makes a kind of sense. It makes sense. Um, but yeah, there there are. No, really, no new art assets in this in this uh, raid instance. I think the newest thing is probably the sky when you're fighting uh, the dragons on the ship. Pretty cool looking <laughs> sky. Yeah, you, you fight uh, rock elemental dude, a couple of old gods which we've seen models for before, and, and even the zone that you're in is is just a copy paste. Yeah, light too. We it's have like... a orc in armor. We have a torn in armor. Uh, Deathwing. We haven't seen. I mean. Deathwing's kind of new, but still, he isn't new. Yeah, well, and at the same time, do you really think it took their entire development studio just to design that one big model for Deathwing? I mean, probably not. They have that done since like, the beginning of the game. It's on the login screen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I t- the encounters are, are fine. A little weaker than Firelands, I thought, but... Uh, yeah, it's like, where did the development time in this raid instance go? The introduction video. It was all the money was spent on that one guy who goes, Defend the temple! <laughs> it wasn't in the voice acting. Now, it did come with... We uh, we skipped that they revamped uh, Zolomon and Zolgarub. Yeah. Which I think kind of kind of ruined, ruined my memory of them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it soiled our childhood. I mean, they, um, weren't, they weren't bad instances, but they were long... And yeah, they were very long, and they were just kind of eh. they were neat the first time, and then you got sick of it. And uh, it, they they didn't they completely overwrote the originals. So if you wanted to go back and like look at the like get the gear or something for transmog, well, it's gone now. Too bad. I don't like it when they do stuff like that. Yeah. So um, it, and they released five new five mans for Dragon Soul, which which were pretty good. I liked them. They weren't bad. I thought they were a little too easy, but they weren't bad. But again, like, where did all the development time for this raid instance go? It's, I don't know. It's, it's like uh, they had the War of the, like the um, Well of Eternity, which had brand new uh, I almost graphics, actually wonder but... if it went towards, like, development of things that were never released, you know? Like Well of Eternity, for example, like, as a raid. Yeah, like, I wonder how much they actually... Originally. I wonder how much time they spent making the raid version of that before they decided to turn it into a five man, you know? Yeah, like I wonder if 
they had all the art assets done, but they decided not to make it a raid. Um, yeah, I just wonder if it was always the plan to go to uh, Dragon Blight with the final raid dungeon, because it just seems like there was nothing new in it, you know? Yeah. And then they fired all the developers. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. No, yeah, it's not. But, uh, yeah, but the before we get into the final battle with uh, Deathwing, they did release um, a few new features in the final patch. Uh, transmogrification, which is to turn your gear... To use models even more! <laughs> yeah, sort of. To, <laughs> no, it's uh, a good thing. Yeah, to turn your gear into other gear. Uh, void storage, which is kind of a, a very expensive bank. I don't understand... Vo- Here's something funny about void storage, by the way. Um, I've almost completely filled mine up. And I, was, I counted the number of slots in this. This is really picky, but I counted the number of slots that are, they gave us in Void Storage. And then I counted up how many pieces of gear you'd have if you've been saving every tier token ever. Because that's the reason they created Void Storage is because mm-hmm. the people apparently, you know, had been keeping all this stuff and they didn't expect people to. So they gave us another another bank to put it in. Well, there's not enough room in Void Storage to put that much gear. If you've had every single set up to this point, you'd only have enough space for maybe half of it. Yeah, and it's like a little silly. And you, th- I thought at first that like, well, that's okay because I bet you void storage is infinite, right? Like I bet you if you fill it up, it just creates another page. But that's not true. It, it's what you see on the panel, and that's it. And you you pay like a thousand gold or whatever for the thing. Yeah, and it's really expensive to put stuff in there. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta spend money to put stuff in and to take it out, and it serves no purpose other than just to put them in there. So I don't understand. To it. save bank space for stuff you might use more often, I guess, but. I don't know what for. I hope they improve it for this. Yeah. And they had uh, the other thing. Is that it? I guess um, well, oh, you know what? I'm looking something, for else, something else we forgot about that, mm-hmm. that did change the, the face of this game yeah. in Cataclysm was reforging. That right, that was uh, a Cataclysm. That's a pretty big one now that I think yeah, about like, it. Oh yeah, that was, that was really good. So, that, but that we already... That it was, was, a, it was a min-maxer's dream. Yeah. Oh, and Mastery. Yeah, Mastery. Yeah, that's the other one. That was like kind of a half success because I think it's more useful for some specs than others. This is true. <clears throat> I mean, at least they can change that. Yeah. Like still, to this day, I don't know if my Mastery is better than Haste or whatever. Yeah. Because <laughs> in my mind, it's like, for, as Elemental Shaman, it's like, oh, I like the fact I can double cast Lightning Bolt. But how it's does... Dead. <laughs> It adds a new level to the game that isn't necessarily unwelcome. I mean, it's it's pretty. It's not bad. It's it's a good addition, I'd say. It's just confusing. It's, well, it's like to... for me, like I said, with me, it's like, well, do I like mastery or haste? Well, yeah. personally, I think mastery would be better, but every, everywhere I read, it's like, no, haste is better. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> so I wonder what they're gonna do with mastery in the in the area. Days. But they have a looking for raid, I think. Even Blizzard said, like, this has been their biggest success, like, ever. Well, I remember when the day it, the day it came out, uh, like, everybody in the guild was afraid to try it. And I was like, well, you know, screw it, I'm going in there. So I queued up and went in, like, instantly and had a blast. It was great. I mean, it's kind of declined a little bit now. It's been out for a long time, though. I mean, it's now nowadays you go in there and it's a mess. Like, people... Like, you get stuff done, you, you usually do kill things, but everybody complains, um... It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, like the the tanks are always taunting off each other constantly. The the healers don't know what they're doing. People have bad frame rates. It's, I think I think that's why they made it so easy. 
That could be. Because they knew they had to deal with, I think personally they made it a little bit too easy. Yeah. But, uh, like they knew they had to deal with people who just weren't on purpose, just not, you know, playing nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that if it were harder then I mean, this is just me. I think that when things are difficult, that people will rise to the challenge. You know, I have, I have some faith in humanity. I think that if, although if it, if it was harder then I think less people would do it and that's not Blizzard's goal. That, yeah, that's true too. So I don't know. It's like, per, like, like when I did it, to get my Valor points, I just turned my brain off for an hour. And well, I mean, like I encountered whatever. a hunter. I mean, I don't. Some people, people listening to this may not play World of Warcraft, but I encountered a hunter in there who was doing like a concussive shot, right? And um, concussive like on the boss, and the boss is immune to that attack. So like, if you're playing a character and you do something and it pops up and says, "Oh, immune," you're probably gonna stop doing that. But he did it 47 times consecutively. <laughs> I mean. What kind of person does that, you know? It's like a kid putting their hand on the stove and being like, ow, and then just doing it again 47 more times, you know? And uh, there's some issue with how loot was handled, but I think they're improving that for Mist. Yeah. So let's talk about the the last boss. (laughs) The last boss. Okay, so I think one of the most hyped bosses in World of Warcraft has been Deathwing. Yeah. Just because, like... People have been talking about him since Burning Crusade. Since yeah, when... and plus he's a big freaking dragon who destroys Just... half the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what is a boss fight against Deathwing going to be like? I am at... The raid instance had a pretty good lead-up to him. Yeah. I think it could have been a little bit better, but whatever. Um, and the premise is just awesome. Like, uh, yeah. Deathwing falls into the maelstrom. His plating's falling off. All his old god corruption is oozing out of him. He's sprouting these big tentacles. And... Yeah, I mean, you could... I could see, like, all the Blizzard people sitting in, like, their boardroom talking about this and being like, yeah! And then our tentacle's gonna burst out of the platform and impale the tank! It's like, yeah! You know, like, it sounds... But this is what the boss really comes down to. Oh, plus, like, the uh, dragon aspects is there, which is cool. It's like, you're... With the dragon aspects, you're about to face down Deathwing. But this is what the fight really ends up being it is an ad fight that's yeah. all it is you're fighting ads throughout the entire ads thing lots of and it gets harder and harder as it goes on which i like but you're on on the platforms in the maelstrom you're fighting tentacles and little ads that pop up and what's kind of ironic is the tentacle is in the way of the boss so you can't even see him <laughs> so you don't well, see the boss half the time because your camera's never facing that direction and even if it was just like crazy ad fight like you know just tons of blood is like climbing up the platforms trying to get to you or something that that could still be cool but this isn't even like that this is like there's four ads and two of them only do anything you know like you have the tentacle that comes out of the water and you have um an elementium bolt that blows up and hurts people <laughs> Or well, I guess you know what? I, I don't, that's more still of a passive thing. It's the, the the you have the little blood oozes that attack people. Other than that, you have a you have a tentacle that's just clinging to the platform, holding Deathwing up. That just sits there, and a uh, an elementium bolt, like I said, gets fired in once per platform and blows up and hurts everybody. And that's it. And then you do each platform and you you fight these four ads, you know, one after the other. Some of them overlap, and then uh, it, it gets a little harder each platform you jump to. And that's it. It's mechanically sound, 
Yeah. Like, it, it's a good encounter, and it's, you know, it's hard. It's, it's just a lot of damage going out. You have to have good DPS. You have to have good healing. Um, but, yeah, it's like, as the last fight of the expansion, like, when you see Deathwing rise up, it's a real hell yeah moment. And and at the same time, like, then this is from a design perspective on the game. Like, you know, like, as a player, you may not think about this so much from the design of it. Like, all of the damage being done is AoE damage, right? So it's not even, like, you can avoid things. Like, you'd think that... You do think that, like, you know, there'd be points when, like, an AoE happens and you got to run out of it and avoid it. Like, on Ragnaros, it does that. You know, like, he'll smash the platform and waves come out and you got to run around him. On yeah. Deathwing, however, it'll be, like, he hits the platform and just everyone takes a flat amount of damage that you just have to heal. So you don't have to, like, you don't even have to move. You can just stand there. It's very not exciting. Um, it, it just comes down to, can you survive this? They didn't use the oh, fact sorry. that there's a huge dragon in the background and you have multiple platforms to jump to to their advantage of actually designing the boss encounter. Like, you're yeah. just sitting on a platform, DPSing or healing, then you jump to another one, and Deathwing in the background just isn't doing anything to stop you. He sits you. there. He yeah. sits there and yells and goes, Your faith can't protect you! <laughs> That's all he does. Yeah, so just just as an end-of-expansion boss, like, ironically, felt kind of anti- Climatic. It, it was. And then the ending of the game was really weird and really confusing and overly oh, sad. Yeah. There's oh yeah, the cutscene where Deathwing dies. It's well, just first, there's not even a cutscene where he dies. It's well, not yeah, like, it's like the, the in-game conspiracy. Yeah, the, the in-game uh animation when he dies. Uh he just literally kind of explodes and um into some sparkles and it's not even impressive. <laughs> it's and it's worse than that. It's like it's like this isn't a Disney movie all of a sudden because like Thrall can fly and is flying, and the dragons are shooting like his fist with like a rainbow, like a color from each dragon, and then he shoots that beam combined into Deathwing, who then just explodes into a bunch of sparklies. Well, like what I was thinking is, <laughs> you have the ability to put in-game cutscenes. There is an ending cinematic when he beat Deathwing. Yeah. Why not have? The part where the dragons are gathering up their power, and Thrall gives you one, gives one final push with the dragon soul, and and Deathwing blows up in a you know natural impressive way, in, like in a cutscene. It's like, I, yeah, I don't know. And on top of that, the uh, a trailer, the uh, for the um, the actual patch yeah. has 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 no pre-rendered stuff, and there's no voices in it. And just maybe they were putting, you know, assets into other things like some Pandaria stuff. But, you know, that like Blizzard's patch uh, trailers have always been really impressive ever since like Burning Crusade. And like to, to have the, the, one of their biggest bad guys yet not have a good trailer just seemed like half-assed to me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm. I've like I've been considering making like a, a rant, or maybe I'll put some video clips alongside it or something. I might even start doing this regularly, where it's like the Dear Blizzard kind of thing. And I, because I have like a list of ten ten pages long of complaints about the Dragon Soul raid. I and I, since, I you're doing, like since you're doing videos and stuff, I think that'll be a pretty good idea. Yeah, well, because like I mean, and I don't want to rant here about it because it'll take me forever. Like it's its own thing practically, but I mean it's. It's it's so like it feels so it feels really slapped together. Deathwing never directly attacks you ever. Um, in the last encounter, 
like, you know what I think should have happened in the last encounter? Like, you should have gone up there and talked to Thrall, and Thrall's like, we've defeated him. And then Deathwing should have just climbed up and swatted Thrall out of the way. Like, I know <laughs> there's, like, there's some kind of, like, you know, cinematic, like, we want Thrall to be, like, the hero. But by all rights, he's, like, has his back turned. He should, like, turn around for a second, and Deathwing just goes, out of my way! And just, like, hits him, and he, like, with his, like, last breath before he falls unconscious, gives you the carrying winds buff so you can jump around. And then he's, like, unconscious. Because what's he doing in that fight he's sitting on a freaking island <laughs> of the ocean staring at you for like half an hour while you fight this boss i mean what the heck you know yeah it just seems like firelands was really strong um yeah, in a lot of ways and it didn't seem to carry over to dragon soul yeah like the encounters they had some good encounters like i like the blackhorn fight oh i actually like the blackhorn fight too yeah. it was a good one Spine of Deathwing was cool in concept, but it was end up being kind of boring. <laughs> it's the same thing as Madness. It was a cool concept, but yeah. the end was very good. Be- well, one, because Deathwing's just way too big. They had to make him gigantic to make him a space that you can run around on, and then that defeats the purpose of having you riding around on the back of a dragon. This isn't Shadow of the Colossus, where you're like holding on with your hands. This is like you're on like a space you can run around in, so it has to be so massive that you can't see what's going on. Mm. So... So yeah, like uh, in, in the actual ending where the uh, dragon aspects lose their power, and it's the age of mortals now. Confused. And um, yeah, like I was wondering, it's like, what does what does that mean if the if they, their if, powers if, if there are no more dragon aspects? Like, what, what's going on here? Does that even impact anything really? I mean, I don't know. It's because I always figured it's like without a you know a dragon of life, then you know like that would just collapse in on itself like yeah or, or something not. like that yeah but, but apparently it's not the case they're apparently they're just really powerful but then again they they um they say that they don't really say that they gave up being aspects they said they gave up their mortality and in world of warcraft mortality is not really a big or immortality is not really a big deal it just means that you never age because like i remember in warcraft 3 when it was like a big deal that the night elves gave up their mortality yeah. but since that i mean how many things in this game series has done the same thing and you're just like yeah well get used to it everything's mortal now <laughs> just deal with it they can still be super powerful and have magical abilities but they might die one day and it's just like yeah and, and, and like you said they uh did not make that clear if they still had power yeah i mean you don't really know and I mean, uh, the entire uh, hour of twilight in the lore was the the old gods last push to you know destroy like destroy the world yeah and that's in a, a cataclysm uh i mean uh deathwing was an agent of the old gods and this was the hour of twilight it it, yes. it, it it just didn't seem like that in the final raid encounter the old gods didn't really do anything they showed up and like vomited up a bunch of ads for us to fight and i mean like was was deathwing the old god because he was mutated and stuff, they didn't make I that clear. I think I think it's that they wanted to end that plot point. Like I think they didn't want to ever have to return back to old god stuff. So they just said, "Oh, look, it's the hour of twilight, everybody. <laughs> there you go." You know? Yeah. I don't know. So overall, as an expansion, compared to Burning Crusade and Lich King, what do you think of Cataclysm? I think it was really strong in the start and then fell apart as it went on. Like I think that they ran out of time. Um, I think they started developing other games and other, just other things, and then stopped kind of focusing on what they were doing. So, I think that a lot of people shifted to the Mists of Pandaria after Firelands. 
Yeah, I think that's what, think what so probably too. happened. And like, I know they have multiple teams, but I think they put. I think. I, like, I get the feeling that Blizzard probably went through some kind of hard times or something happened, like in the the studio, uh, after the game was released, and they just decided to push most of their resources towards Mists. <clears throat> I think that that's what happened. It really shows too in Mists yeah. Bend area. Um, let's mention briefly that World of Warcraft has lost two million subscribers. Which overall isn't, I mean, that much. Considering how big WoW is, it's kind of inevitable. I'm surprised it didn't happen earlier. Um, Everyone thinks the company's going (laughs) to (laughs) die. Oh, yeah. I think think I'm addicted to message board flames. Me too. (laughs) Or or people like... Like whenever Blizzard announces something, like all all, all that Mr. Pandaria info that came out, it's like one of the first posts is like, "Oh, see, nothing interesting here." I'm glad I unsubscribed two years ago. It's like, well, then why are you here? <laughs> what are but, uh, you doing? It's like I can't sleep at night unless I know World of Warcraft sucks. It's like, I, I yeah, it's like every time they announce something new, I'll be on like MMO Champion, and the first thing I look for is a post that's just like. I hate this game, you know, and I'm just, for some reason, the rest of it doesn't interest me. <laughs> it's terrible. And then the people who like the game are just as bad. It's like, oh, you'll be back. <laughs> uh, Star Wars The Old Republic got released, and yeah. that was like one of the first major competitors to WoW since it, since it was released, really. I wonder how that's going to do, though. I, I think I it's going to do fine, you know, um, as it grows. I think it has a lot of uh, growing to do, but I think... Bioware knows what they're doing. Despite the fact that they've ruined Mass Effect. <laughs> no, they didn't ruin Mass Effect. Well, we won't go on about that too much. <laughs> my my uh my boss at work was raging for two hours about the Mass Effect ending <laughs> the other day, and I was talking to him about it. He was he like explained the entire last like half hour of the game to me. It is weird. I mean we <laughs> we did a podcast about it, so I won't do it again. But yeah, the ending is weird. <laughs> and it's kind of out of place, and it's kind of disappointing. But uh, but oh. yeah, uh, Mass Effect. Uh, um, yeah, like uh, Star Wars. Um, it's probably going to be the one, the one of the last big for pay MMOs, I imagine. Yeah, like subscribe subscription. Yeah, based. we'll we'll see what uh, Blizzard does with um, Titan, which I'm really interested about to see what it is. It's Warhammer 2. I mean, no, it's uh, uh it's just, it's just Guild Wars 2, and it's a secret. <laughs> they're, they're Guild Wars 2 looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I like the Yogg's cast, and that's where I got into watching the Guild Wars 2 stuff, and um, it, it looks really well done. Like, I like the art. I like the gameplay. Mm-hmm. It, it looks nice. And since it's not a subscription, we know it's probably not going to have the same number of patches and content added, added to it later but uh you know since you're just paying for a box like you get what you get yeah you, know, you don't have to pay for it afterwards so that's pretty cool um that's nice and it, it, it looks interesting guild wars 2 like with their weapon system and all that and then uh diablo 3 comes out in may hmm. and that's that's gonna be big and we'll see how we'll see how mist does for uh blizzard see if it kind of revitalizes some of the spark they had so let's talk about mist yeah yeah what's the most interesting thing you think is is happening in mist so far i think the first thing they they talked about on their tour and that was uh garage hell scream is the final boss 
That's the first thing they talked about in their tour. The game has pandas in it. <laughs> <laughs> There's pandas oh. in this game. Yeah, well, it's funny because they, they went on the forums and people were complaining about how they spoiled it, right? Like, me looking for people complaining, big surprise. But mm. they um, they were just like, oh, spoilers, you know. And Blizzard said that uh, they felt that people were complaining a lot about how there was no direct villain. And yeah. although that they had had that planned, uh, they didn't think that people really appreciated – like, they didn't want to introduce them into an environment where there was no real clear villain. So mm-hmm. – so they went ahead and said that yeah, the final patch it's going to be Garrosh, and uh, we have the siege of Orgrimmar, where the Horde is trying to overthrow him as war chief, and the Alliance is trying to take him down. Well, it's interesting. Story-wise, is the actual uh, missed box product is going to be you know you go to Pandaria, do some stuff, and then it's actually in the patches where the big war comes in. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like I'm wondering what the other patches are going to be like, like. Is Sylvanas going to work in there somehow? Like, is she going to go crazy to fight her? I Uh, mean, we all kind of saw it coming that Garrosh was going to be a raid boss. And I mean, I defend the guy. I think he's a really cool character and I really like him. But I like him in that he's a villain. And I knew that one of these things. He he made kind of kind of a he's kind of, you know, he's overzealous right now, but he kind of has a level head kind of. He has people people he has people to keep him in check. But imagine if he was just let loose. He, he's like, give him, like, I imagine that some of the evil See, ancient power from Pandaria think, is going to yeah. kind of influence him. He's going to go crazy. I but, think like, so what's going to somewhat happen is when the uh, the horde attacks that are Moor Island, I, I guess, and destroys it, and Jaina gets all ticked. And, you know, Jane has been one of those characters that's really staunch about, like, there needs to be a truce here. So mm-hmm. she probably forsakes all of that. And then I'm guessing the Horde is just like, you know what? Yeah, let's just go to war with the Alliance, and that's probably how it starts. And um, well, well, that kind of sets him loose. The way they kind of set it up is, like, your player characters, when they go to Pandaria, are kind of like the scouts. It's like, oh, yeah. here's this new world. Not a new world, but, you know, this new place. And uh, you have to make sure the Alliance or the Horde don't, don't gain power here. And then you kind of get mixed up in all of their stuff. But then when you solve all that, then it's like, oh, here come the armies. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Oops. <laughs> you said like the pandas teach us about like how to be good and, and Zen and all that stuff. And oh, go to war. That's I mean, well, that's that's actually a pretty good story point, because that means that we as player characters end up, you know, going to this continent, learning what we're going to learn from these people. And then, you know, right behind us come in the armies and it's just like, oh, no, you know, like we have to stop this now. Because it's going to destroy everything in this world. And I think what's uh, going to happen is it's going to slowly, um, like raid-wise, content-wise, shift away from Pandaria and onto the actual war. And uh, I'm I'm wondering what the raid patches are going to be. Like, are we going to... Is the Horde going to invade... Well, I guess we have to have it for both factions. Like, are we going to invade Stormwind or something? I don't know. Or... uh, I think I think um, that well, I guess, it's just going to be Orgrimmar. Yeah, the trick is it has to be both factions, so you can't have any unless it's like a quest for each side. You can't really have a raid voting to raiding Stormwind if the Alliance aren't doing the same thing. Yeah, and like they they said that even the Horde want Garrosh out of commission because he's yeah. ruining everything. This, so a good question is who do you think will take over as War Chief after that? I don't think Thrall will, but I think Vol'jin will. 
My my money's on Vulcan too. Yeah. They kind of set him up as throughout a, a cataclysm as kind of like the voice of reason for him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think Vulcan. <laughs> I think Karen's ghost will do it. <laughs> ghost. Speaking of funny things they're doing in ghosts, this has nothing to do with the story. It's total off track of this, but uh, th- they're adding in glyphs for druids to change their forms. Like this is really off topic, but um, and you can get like a spectral boomkin <laughs> form. <laughs> And we have a boomkin at the guild, and she was just like, thank God, no one can make fun of me being a big chicken anymore. And I was like, what if it's just like a really sparkly, slightly transparent boomkin? <laughs> and she just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> See, I'm looking at some of the highlights here. Pet battles seem pretty cool still. I have a feeling pet battles are going to be one of those things that they introduce, and then it it's kind of a big deal. Like it's going to be like transmog, you know, like it's going to be sort of a big deal, but not really like anything gigantic. Hmm. But who knows? It might be really cool. Well, I mean, it appealed to me more when they said, when you fight other people, you can't see their name and they can't talk to you. So it's just something you can kind of do, yeah, and not feel bad about it when people start cussing at you because it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, there's going to be more. Uh, you got to learn how to troll better. That's the thing. You yeah. can't care about their feelings. <laughs> yeah, I don't like trolls. Um, they said that their like the daily quest system is going to be more like the Molten Front, where it's they kind of they, they thought that the length of the quests and yeah, like they thought that they they overdid it, but they like the idea of like your own personal kind of story with the daily quest. Yeah, I like that too. So there's a few hubs where like you're maintaining a farm, and like your uh, daily quest will. Help. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Someone was. Someone's. You know what? Someone in the guild said that earlier today. I came online. Like Induin, they can. You can get a house and have a farm and and yeah. miss a area. It's like, what were you talking about? Like player housing? No. You can just build a house and have a farm. And I was like, <laughs> I thought they were joking. I was like, what the? What's wrong with this game? <laughs> like, well, no, it's like a, a daily quest where you maintain your farm and you get like herbalism and you oh, just that's... get like materials from. I don't know why so... I think that's really funny, but yeah, you know, it, it is. It is funny. <laughs> Is another Can you imagine, people like some like orc warrior with like you know like the tiered I'm like rolling tomatoes. He's, he's got like this spiky you know armor on. He's just walking around with a hoe. Yeah, killing the killing my ground. <laughs> Farming tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, and, you know he has the pet battles. Fight buddies. We were talking about what we think is the most ridiculous. Have you even thought about some of these things and the pet battles? Like, if every pet can be a, like a, a like a battle companion, imagine like the horde balloon, you know, like versus or like the creepy crate, you know, that might or like be, a horde balloon might be something that they don't do. <laughs> like, what would it, its abilities be? You know, pop. It'll be like the, uh, it'll, it's like the exploding Pokemon who's his only move is uh, self-destruct. Someone said like the balloon's gonna be like magic carp, you know, like you're gonna get it and it's just gonna sit there and flop around, but then like it'll evolve and evolve into like, a zeppelin, like a, balloon. <laughs> like a hot air balloon. Um, it's probably it's probably all gonna be fun. Yeah, um, yeah. They're making a change to looking for raid loot. It's a I little confusing, and, and like I don't think they've they finalized it yet. Well, what does it even do? Like, is it just, just that, like, loot is individual per person or something? Well, well, that's what I thought, too, but it's actually not what they said. Oh. They said that might be an option that they do, but um, they said that they're going to be more strict with your spec and what, what you can get. But the the um, 
Because the way they made it sound the is system that... will roll, will basically pick random people to give loot to. They're like, okay, we're going to pick eight people to get loot. And they just get loot. I don't understand it. I guess it just happens at random then? Like you roll in like the highest, because I think you still roll. No, nope. um, as far as I'm saying, no, you don't roll. Like the system will pick some random players and then it will pick one of the loot drops for them to get that that they can use. So, huh? I see. I don't think I like that because I mean, I guess it doesn't really impact anything. It's really no different than what's happening now. Yeah. And it it makes it so that you can't have people that like it's technically better. Yeah. It seems like it it just seems weird. It's like, Oh, the the game is going to decide if I get loot or not. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I mean, like, I guess the reason I don't like it is because, you know, I like going into a raid and being like, Oh, you know, like using my own judgment to say like what I want and what I don't want. But I, I guess this isn't really any different from that because, you know, the stuff's going to drop. And then like, if there's something for you, you still have it. You have a chance of getting it. I mean, that's not really any different than what happens now. You did say option two is, um, you just individually roll. And if you get high enough, then you get a piece of loot. Interesting. And they said they didn't like that because it's possible, even though it might be rare, that's possible that everyone gets loot or no one gets loot. And that seemed weird to them. (laughs) I think that kind of seems better. I don't know. I think, personally, yeah, I think your way sounds better, but I think they should do it the Diablo 3 way of doing it, where, like, you kill a boss and then, like, two items drop for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, no one can see who, like, what everyone else is getting loot-wise. Like it just keeps it invisible to the like you, like for example if me and you were in the same raid we'd both get you know items but I wouldn't be able to see what your items were and you wouldn't be able to see what my items were. That's kind of what this is, I think. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess they were thinking it's like, well, which is better, the possibility of no one you kill a boss and just no one getting just loot get, or everyone yeah. getting loot or every single time ten people get loot, so you know, or eight people, so you just have to find the balance. See, I don't. I think that they could just make it so that you you know everybody either does or doesn't get loot but at the same time just make it invisible like have it so that like the so-and-so has received such and such just disappears you know make that so that no one else can see that and the reason why that is is so that if uh you know like if i win like leather bracers with like agility on them i don't want like every rogue in the raid you know suddenly whispering me saying hey give those to me give those to me i could use those you're you're hogging all of the loot you know like i actually had that happen one night well they said that you won't be able to trade this loot and other players won't affect it at all. So it's, it is it is kind of personal, but it's just new and weird. So yeah. we'll see how that works out. And they also have this new thing by doing a daily quest. You can get, you can buy these special <laughs> tokens where you can use them during loot, ro- uh, loot rolls in looking for raid or just regular raids or dungeons where you have a small chance, where you have a chance to just get gold or you have a chance to get gems or like potions or flask. And you have a small chance to actually get an item from that boss's loot table. Huh. So Wait, I thought that they just gave you a roll bonus. Uh no, I don't think so. See this is this is really like <laughs> this whole system they've talked about is it, it, so it confusing, is confusing that neither of us I, even know what we're <laughs> But I really like what they said though. It's like you can spend like X amount of these tokens and you get a bag, and in that bag you have a chance to get a piece of loot from that boss. Huh. That's uh, that will 
guaranteed to benefit you. Interesting. So, so uh, that's going to mess up DKP systems. <laughs> <laughs> like anyone uses DKP anymore. Well, yeah. maybe they do. I don't know. I imagine people do. They just won't count that because you're not taking away from anyone. If, yeah. they, if they do, then there's a bunch of jerks. Well, I guess I don't use DKP, and I haven't for like the last year and a half. So, uh, Valor points won't uh, you won't buy gear with uh, Valor points anymore. Um, you'll just oh, buy. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll just it'll just uh, raise the item level of your gear or something like that. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like um, the heroic tokens. You just get, get off bosses, so it's like, huh? And it just you know makes uh, it would item be, level it would be cool. If like you had like all of your gear had like a little panel that you could open up and it had like a little like vial, like a like a big long empty thing. And you'd when you got valor points you could you could fill them into that whenever it got to like the max, it would upgrade your item to like the next I think, like, I think that's <laughs> kinda of what they're doing, but uh I guess I'm just I'm just thinking of like what a graphic interface of that would be. It'd be like an yeah. experience bar for every item. That's kinda of neat actually. Um what else? Uh they actually increased the number of zones in Pandaria. They kind of split up some zones and flushed them out a little bit. Um, they're taking Apparently, out some guild perks. Yeah, they're getting rid of half group will travel. That's a big one. The single most useful spell in Cataclysm they're getting yeah. rid of. <laughs> I do agree with the reason why, though. Yeah, I see why. I mean, but... it's, it's, it's kind of annoying, but at the same time, you know... It, like, we complain about how, you know, no one really goes out into the world anymore. We do complain about that, how there's no traveling or anything like that anymore. And it's because these things are way too convenient, you know, and it's it's a luxury, but, you know. I haven't read any of the monk stuff, really. Um, yeah, it's tech. difficult to understand any of it. Yeah, I just haven't looked at it yet, but they got rid of their no auto attack, so they auto attack now. What else did they do? Um... <laughs> There was something really funny. Oh yeah, the, the the flying mounts for pandas apparently is um wind serpents. Well, it's just a, a mount that people can get. I the actual racial mount is not that. Oh well, st- can you imagine a panda riding a stupid wind serpent? <laughs> like, <laughs> just like this big old panda and he's on like, this little itty bitty snake with like wings. <laughs> oh no, you have, have you seen pictures of them? They're like the big. They're like the heart of the aspects. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same model, okay. but that's... blue and green and stuff. Well, that's annoying, because I wanted the Heart of the Aspects. Well, I guess, never mind. I thought the Heart of the Aspects, for a moment there, you actually got that from collecting all the achievements, but no, it's it's a store-bought mount. So, yeah, I, I can live with that. <laughs> yeah, like, if you watch the videos, you see the uh, dragons flying around the temples. I'm pretty sure that's a Wind Rider. I just... I keep imagining in my head, though, this great roly-poly panda sitting on, like... <laughs> Even one of those, it just looks silly to me. Like, they're just sitting there eating some of their, like, Bamboo. eucalyptus leaves or whatever it is. That's a, that's koalas. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they're, they're eating Racist. their bamboo or something, and then, like, that's koala bears, Casey. Not panda bears. Oh, screw it. I don't care. Um, but just sitting there riding around. They should have a koala bear race. You know what? Not to get off topic here, but there should just be there should be like the panda bear races enemy it should just be freaking koalas, and they they have wars, and that'd be the whole expansion, and everyone would be like, this expansion's too cute. I don't know. Um, <laughs> going back like way before actually, you asked what was the biggest effect uh, Cataclysm had 
for the game in general. And I think one of the biggest ones is uh, making 25 and 10 mans drop the same loot, actually. Oh, yeah, that wasn't Cataclysm, wasn't it? Yeah, I think hey, that. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Speaking of raids, did you see that they were talking about how if they could remake the game today, they would just make a one raid size at 15 man? I wish they would, but it's not I, too late now. I was looking at that and I was like, me and Joseph totally freaking said they should do that. <laughs> I think it's way too late now, but yeah, like I think that caused them a lot of headaches. If they had that from the beginning, then uh, it'd kind of be a different game, I think. Probably. Like, people's attitude towards like raiding would be a little different. Well, I mean, no one really does. I mean, how many people do 25 mans these days? I mean, it's not very many. In, it's like all in of the, the uh, grand scheme of things not many actually yeah it's like all of like the the graded like the top 25 to 100 guilds probably do 25 mans and then everyone else is probably focuses on 10 i was listening to a podcast um i think it was the raw cast and they said they beat some boss like at their own pace like they weren't like super quick with it and they end up being in like the top 500 for that boss kill <laughs> and uh for like one of the heroics or something or maybe it was like 800 or something. But really, in, if you think about all the all the guilds and people who play Warcraft, 800 isn't a lot. That's yeah. So, yeah, like I think I think enough people do it for them to keep it keep it around. But yeah. So we kind of mentioned earlier how me personally, Warcraft is in that weird place where. I love what Blizzard you does. <laughs> well, like, I love what Blizzard does. I think they make good stuff. But the act of playing an MMO and spending all this time in raids, I don't see myself really getting into it like I used to. Yeah. So that's why I'm glad Pandaria seems to have other stuff for people to do. So that's that's going to be good. That's true. Like, I'm still hoping you don't kick me off your raid team. <laughs> I didn't kick you off this time because, because I'm not <laughs> hardcore enough. Oh, I don't know. I, I figure I figure the way it'll. Well, we can talk about it another time. But <laughs> like, because uh, we, we, like we do enjoy it. Like I actually really enjoy heroics. Um, I think they had a whole new level of of gameplay that I really wasn't experiencing before. <laughs> um, I'm putting like, have you been watching the videos I've been taking? They're like Ventrilo's running, so it's a little obnoxious, but. Uh, we have like Ultraxian and um, Yorsage up there, but uh, we'll see how it is six months or whatever. Yeah. But uh, thanks for listening to our rambling about Cataclysm. <laughs> uh, we're yeah, kind it's... of all over the place with this one, but uh, we felt we should talk about it. It was, it was on purpose to get laughs. <laughs> get laughs. Was, yeah. And uh, Warcraft's still going strong, and I think Pandaria is actually going to help it a lot. Unless, uh, well, people thought uh, a cataclysm was gonna help it a lot, but it kind of made it worse. Yeah. In, in people's eyes, I think. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. I might race change to a panda. I'm not. <laughs> Still gonna be the same old torn I've always been. <laughs> you can't. You're a druid. Oh. 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 Um, we'll see what the race, what the, what the new models look like. Then I'll decide. Yeah. I wonder if those will even come out during this expansion life cycle. Oh, they said they're going to do humans and uh, orcs after they finish dwarves. I'm an orc. Yeah. 
I wonder if they're going to do it like when they're ready, they'll just release it in a patch. Or I wonder if they'll do them all at once. I don't know. Which would you rather them do? Just do it all at once or do it as they're ready? I as they're ready. I, I like the uh, like this is the human and orc patch, you know. Yeah, there's really no sense in in waiting. I think. Yeah. But they they probably will. I just hope that whenever they do it, they allow us to to recustomize the character. Do you think they'll they'll give people a free race change because they may not like how you look anymore? I don't know about that. But I hope that like whenever they do that change that they give us like a character selection screen again and you can recustomize the way it looks with the new like update. That's a good point. Like what if you just hate the way the new Torrens look? And, like, yeah, I mean that would be pretty sinister of them if it was like they did that and then I'm just like, oh now I gotta do a character recustomization to see like all the different like skin types and stuff. At least you can, at least you can change well the torn doesn't really matter because you can change yeah. basically everything. <laughs> But, Except for like the face, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but. Uh, well, they, didn't they say color. that they're going? They're adding more customization to it. I, I think they, they said they're going to improve the interface, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. They, they, we need to be able to make them like like really fat, or like really <laughs> skinny, or like tall. Like no, I don't think they'll do that. Yeah, that'd be funny though. <laughs> A gnome that's four feet tall. Yeah. So uh, okay, I think we've talked long enough. Yeah, I promise not to talk about WoW on a podcast for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Do people really hate these or something? Oh, I don't know. We just do it a lot. If there's one recurring topic in our podcast, it's always Warcraft. We should uh, should find more things to talk about, or we should play Minecraft together or something, and then put the yeah. Well, let's we're doing a podcast. Or the next transition is obviously that we need to start playing Minecraft together and record our adventures. That's that's the direction all the cool kids are going in. We'll be bigger than (laughs) Yogcast. And now that you have your recording software up, we can actually do that. Oh, that's true. All right, so uh, see you next time, guys. I guess we're done. You didn't say goodbye, but we're done.